The Mom Buns Podcast is part girl talk, part therapy session, and loads of life hacks in between. Join two college BFFs who reunited in their 30s with careers, husbands, and babies in tow. Moms have a lot to say, and we aren't holding back. All right. Welcome to another edition of the Mom Buns Podcast. We are starting with a disclaimer today, Lauren. We are, Ashley. This podcast is for mommies and daddies only. Yes. Please do not listen to this podcast with your kids. Make sure they leave the room or turn it off for another time. This is not for little ears. And it's not just because we bleep out one or two things, but it's very sensitive material for little ears. This is your last warning. Don't listen to this one with little ones in the room. Uh, I heard a rumor that somebody lost a tooth at your house. So that begs the question, did the tooth fairy show up? Um, a tooth fairy showed up. Um, yes. Uh, we actually tried to do the pulling of the teeth, like the weekend before we went on vacation. Uh, a doorknob, like that kind of thing. Yeah, actually. But instead of to a doorknob, we tied a string to a hockey puck. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. That is so your family. Because they found on YouTube, like these, these videos of people, you know, string to hockey puck and then like slap shotting it no. and the tooth. And so like one Saturday, a couple weeks ago, he was like, yes. And I thought it was ready to come. Sure. So I was like, okay, so we found string. Do you know how hard it is to find string? That'll go around a tooth? Just randomly in your house. Yes. <laughs> and then like clean string that like hasn't been used. Maybe that's just my house. No, it's not. It's fair. And then I was like, oh, this won't go around the tooth. So then I was like, I need floss. So I did like a knot in the string that was attached to the hockey puck. And then like got a thing of floss and tied, you know, tied that into the knot and then tied that floss around the tooth. And while we were doing it, like he did actually like hit it a handful of times and then it would just fall off. Like I wasn't getting the knot right. Oh yeah. On the tooth. So it like fall off. Once it was like, he was like, ow, but it didn't come out, like fell off again. So then I'm like in there and I'm like, let me tie it really tight and up high, like right, right around the top of it. Yes. And I was like, yes. Okay. I've got it. Well, now he realizes this might hurt a little bit. Mm. And it's like, instead of like actually going for it with the slap shot, he's like just kind of punting the little hockey puck around the garage. And I'm like, that's not going to work. Like. You're, it's just going to hurt if you're just like kind of like tapping at it. Like you got to just go for it. And it was like, no, I don't want to. And I was like, well, let your dad do it. And he was like, absolutely not. And I was like, I'll do it. And then he looked at me like I had four heads. So, so that's a no then. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay. So we go around like circles for like five more minutes. And he's like, no, just, okay. It's like, okay, like just get the knot off or get the thing off because it's fallen off every other time. So yeah. Sure. No, like the perfect tooth knot. It's like up above, like in, and it's like, mm -mm, it's not coming off. And I have to like finally like take scissors, like tiny little scissors. Like like, nail scissors or something. Yeah. And like, and like don't move or I'm going to pierce your gums kind of. Oh gosh. Like, and I, you know, very slowly like clip, 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 and it comes off and he was free and the tooth lived. Oh my gosh. I have. I have a whole series because I started to build the Instagram story because I was like, here we go. 
It's I happening. got six minutes of video on my phone of like of us doing this and it didn't happen. I was so That's bummed. really intense. He wanted to do it though. That's fair. That makes you a cool mom. Yeah. So then like a couple of days go by and I don't hear like anything about the tooth. Right. Being it's a Texas, my mother-in-law is not a huge fan of, she's like, I, I can handle a lot of things, but like, like teeth that are about to fall off, it's like her limit. <laughs> right. And he's like, I'll like sticking it out. You know, because it's, it's, it's able to move and like, you know, popping it out and things like that. And she's like, oh my God. So it's fitting. And I was gone. I was, I was out of the house when it happened. Um, but I guess they were kind of like wrestling around on the floor. My husband's mom and my son. Oh, get out. <laughs> so somehow like her arm kind of ended up like around his face and it just basically popped out the tooth. Oh, nice. But they couldn't find said tooth. So they think maybe he swallowed it. So there is no tooth, but I never actually saw the tooth. Fine, whatever. So I get like the picture of the get the gap smile, and they're like, it didn't really bleed, and it's out. So she writes a note that night that's like, this is Matthias's grandma, and I needed to let the you know that you know we were playing, and the tooth fell out, and he may have swallowed it. So that's why we don't have the tooth. But please visit us anyways. Love Matthias's nanny. Just so cute. That's adorable. Um, so he puts it under his pillow, like legit. We're like, we're in Texas and not just like at my in-laws house, like at the lake house where I was talking to you guys from a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And luckily I was out when, when they texted me to say my tooth fell out and it was Friday. So I could run to the bank nice. and get like a gold coin and like a dollar coin. Mm-hmm. And then like, and then some bills. Then my sister-in-law is like, hey, you know, I was doing money. I gave money away for Christmas and I looked up like all these great origami ways to fold money. I know, right? That's kind of the same expression that I had on my face. And then I was like, well, it's 10 o'clock at night. Like what else do I have to do right now? And I start like Googling like how to fold money into like, I, don't, I found a fish that like looks like not impossible because the other ones looked impossible. Yeah. Okay. I fold a $5 bill into like a fish. I tuck the gold coin in. I put it under the pillow. I pull the note out. I, I stash it away in my purse, like golden. He wakes up the next morning. He's like, the tooth fairy didn't come. And I'm like, what? Pretty sure she came. <laughs> Pretty sure I saw her. <laughs> so, and he's like, but the note's gone. And I'm like, so you got to have something somewhere. So I like yeah. go back into the room and I'm like, unearthing like sheets and like pulling the mattress up and sure enough like it had slipped down and underneath like into the bed frame and I was like ta-da oh mom go. he pays no attention to the fish origami unfolds <laughs> 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 that thing so fast to find out what it is like what kind of bill it is yeah like yeah it's the last time that happens no more origami for you sir <laughs> which is good that's fine for me yeah uh, yeah. And, and like, he doesn't understand what the dollar coin is, so it's not cool. Right. Because no, I thought it was cool. Right. We do. Cause we're older. Yeah. We're old. Yeah. But he was very excited about the $5 bill and then attributed, well, she gave me $6. The tooth fairy gave me $6 because I'm about to turn six. Oh, hell no. And I was like, probably the tooth fairy gave you like $6 because you lost your first tooth. Also, this is the Texas tooth fairy. So you might not get the same when we go back. <laughs> Good save. Good save. 
That's fair. So he I think he doesn't lose any more teeth in Texas. No. Yeah. So I think, I think the tooth fairy at our house will probably dial it back down to like a dollar. I okay. Feel, I feel like with inflation, like that's appropriate. I'm pretty sure I got like 25 cents or 50 cents for my tooth, but I think I got a quarter if I got anything. Apparently my brother-in-law started giving like a dollar per tooth lost. What? Like $1 for the first one, then $2. And it was funny because I heard this story twice. I heard it once from my sister-in-law who was like, he's kind of an idiot because he didn't realize that you have like 20 some teeth that fall right. out. Right. And like now, now he has to pay it. Dumbass. That's getting expensive. Yeah. Then my niece, the eight-year-old who is losing said teeth, mm-hmm. we were talking about this on the boat and she started laughing because she's like, my tooth fairy is really silly because and she starts laughing because she's telling me about like how every time she loses a tooth, she gets more money. And she's like, I like my niece is like, my tooth fairy is really silly because I'm getting all of this money for teeth. And like, does she know that there are 20 teeth in your mouth? Oh my God. So even like my eight year old niece is like, this is ridiculous. Yes. But I, she doesn't care. Uh, wow. I guess it's better that they don't care than that they do care. Yeah. We're still at the phase where my kids are horrified that your teeth come out of your mouth. Right. My four and a half, yeah. My four and a half year old is like, mom, where did her tooth go? I said, it fell out. And she looks at me like I told her I would just, you know, <laughs> threw her favorite shirt out. Like what? It fell out. What happened? And I said, they get loose when you're a big kid and they come out. And the, the little one who's three is like, grabbing her mouth no no don't take my teeth so they're still kind of at the phase where that sounds really scary so I I said well the tooth fairy comes and you know you put your tooth under your pillow and and you leave and you leave a note and if you're really good then you get some money and the little one goes twenty (laughs) dollars nope (laughs) not even kid not even. So I feel like this needs to have, you know, um, it needs to have a preface of like, okay, here's how this is going to go. That's what I need to tell them. Yeah. That, that's my thought. That's my thought. Um, but right now we're still a little afraid of how people lose their teeth. And right. And I it's think- funny because we went all the way through kindergarten, but you know, my son's younger than most of the kids in his class. Okay. So there were kids already losing teeth like through like five turning six. So he's just turning six and he, you know, and he just lost his first one. So I think that's kind of right on, but you start to see it in like in that one year, they grow so much, but like, that's one thing that you realize. And I'm looking at his teeth now and I'm looking at like, even before he lost it, like his mouth is getting bigger. Like you can see the teeth moving around and you can see the spacing being created. So it's, it's definitely weird and gross, but you're like, Oh, I get this. And like, it becomes super normal. Right. Like, and then, you know, and then they get to the point where they're like, I want to lose it. I'm scared about what happens when I lose it. But you know, that kind of thing. And I think though, if you do what you did, you make it fun. Like he wanted to try it. So you let him try it. And it didn't work. Like some people really push for like, oh, we, okay, let's just pull this out before we go on vacation or whatever. Like that's, in my opinion, that's not necessary because that will just scare them. So that's not how we plan to operate. 
It's like, if it comes out, it comes out. It's not going to be sitting there for the rest of your life anyway. It'll come out eventually. Like you said, you know, yeah. they were wrestling and then boom, it disappeared like magic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think it's, I think it's, you know, you forget because it is so normal that, oh yeah, like that might be scary or that might be, you know, weird to them. And then there's this whole, you know, just like introducing Santa, there's this whole tooth fairy aspect. But then, you know, you run into, well, we don't want them to have too much money and how much, you know, I, I don't right. even know. What the, I don't know what the, the hourly rate for the tooth fairy is. So <laughs> when you figure that out, let me know. But I'm definitely not going to take your uh, niece's route. No, I'm not going to be taking that. I'm thinking like, I'm thinking like gold coins or like the dollar coins, or I have some $2 bills. So maybe like for the big teeth. Yeah. $2 bills. Um, but same thing, like they don't, he doesn't want a $2 bill if he can't spend it because he's five, right. he's six. Right. He just wants money so he can add it to his other money and then know that he has $36 because he just had a birthday, right? Like, right. like what are you going to do with that $36? Well, I don't know. Like, well, I'm going to spend it all on Pokemon cards. Like, here's $2 bills. Like, don't spend these. Like, I don't right. know. How do you get them to save them? I don't, I don't know. My kids get that from their great grandma. They get a $2 bill for their birthday every year. And I'm like, this is really, you know, we sat down. I'm like, this is very special. Cause my grandma used to do it for me when it was our birthday. And we knew how big of a deal a $2 bill was. I also worked at a bank for a long time. I was very aware of how, how uh, like odd it is. And so now I'm like, we put these in a special place. We give them to mommy we hang on to them. Cause who knows, you know, who knows? I don't know how long they're going to keep them around, but they're kind of awesome. But yeah. they don't get that when they're little. No. And to that point, my mom's like, hey, I was going through some files the other day and I have all of your $2 bills from when you were young. Because I had an aunt who used to give us one like every year for our birthday. Yep. And like, I don't know, I probably have like 20 of them sitting around somewhere. Like, but apparently my mom has them. Saving them for the big teeth. There you go. Do they? Do they appreciate and value? I don't know. I, I'm not like saving spawns. I don't think so. I think another, there's a, like another throwback to like, do you remember getting savings bonds or having yeah. to like buy them? And that was a big deal. It was. It was people just buy their kids like Netflix stock. Yeah. Is that, oh gosh. I, I, I keep meaning to set up like one of those, you know, you want a meaningful gift. Maybe the tooth fairy can start donating to the 529 plan or whatever that's called where they save for college. <laughs> Here you go. You get a buck and some money in your 529 kid. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, I think we're going to take a break because we started talking about mythical creatures and people. So we can't end this episode without talking about Santa. Okay. So I mean, it is the middle of summer, but let's do it. It's Christmas in July, lady. Okay. okay. Great. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Ashley. We've been talking so much on our Mom Buns podcast about building a village. So we want to let you know where you can find us. Buns not required to follow us on Instagram or on Facebook at mombuns.life. All right. Welcome back. Uh, we promised we will deliver. We're going to talk about Santa. So just another friendly reminder, if there are any children around, please turn this podcast off because you don't want little ears around. This is only for parents. All right, so how do you do Santa in your house? Do you do Santa in your house? We do have a Santa in our house. Um, Santa gifts, I'm trying to remember because it is the middle of summer. Um, Santa gifts are not wrapped. Uh, Santa gifts, 
just get brought under the and placed under the tree or set up if they need to be set up. But those gifts are not wrapped. Um, that way, gifts from mommy and daddy can be wrapped and even put out before Christmas. Mm. Um, I think it's Garrett, my husband, has always kind of been on the like, why, why would Santa get all the credit for things? Yeah. And so it's pretty, Santa brings like one big gift per child. And maybe like, also if my in-laws send anything or want to get anything, then Santa picks whatever that was up in Texas and brings it. It's very nice of him. It is. It's like, it's better than prime shipping. Um, <laughs> so, you know, so that is kind of like, those things will be there as well. Like a pricey, um, a big pricey gift. Yeah, usually. So, well, and maybe not like, a, yeah, but something, like something of that, but it's usually like one thing or one like theme per child. Okay. Um, and then, uh, and then the rest comes from mommy and daddy and whatever, aunts and uncles, family, whatever. Um, it magically appears. <laughs> so there is a Santa. We have talked about the Santas that you see like in the month of December, like out and about and who you visit as okay. elves. Ah. So like they understand like that might not be the actual Santa, but that person works for Santa. Mm-hmm. So it's like an elf or somebody who, who reports back. Um, and so they understand that like, cause that's why they all look a little different or, you know, whatever, but they're out watching and they're reporting back and, and they're, it's important to go see them and talk to them and that kind of thing. Uh, okay. I like that. Uh, I can't think of anything else. So why don't you tell me what, what does Santa look and do at your house? We, ours is pretty similar. Um, we have like one big present usually for the both of them or maybe two medium sized presents, you know, for them. Um, and we wrap it in different paper. So mm-hmm. I hide the paper so that they don't see it in the house. I thought about that. And then I was like, that's too hard. It's way easier if you don't wrap. See, but here's the thing. I am a super weird person who loves wrapping presents. Like if you left me alone in a room to wrap presents for two hours, I would be so excited. It's so bizarre, but I love wrapping presents. So at Christmas, if I mean, I even volunteer like, Hey, do you need me wrap that for you? I'll do it. It's not going to be super Martha Stewarty, but it's, it's done and it's nice and I like it. So I'm happy to wrap extra. Um, but, and, but my, my husband has said the same thing that Garrett said, like Omar was like, you know, why does he get all the good stuff? Come on. You know, it's like, Oh, that's fair. I think that's a very valid point. Um, so we do some stuff from us and some stuff from Santa. Um, and I do threaten them before the holiday happens and say like, look, you got to be good. You know, (laughs) this is how it's going to go. Um, I think one year we got them one of those like little kitchen, like a little kid's kitchen slash diner thing. And, um, I think that was the biggest thing we had gotten them. And I think my, my stepdad and I put it together and had it ready to go or whatever. But, um, actually we had it ready to go when they got up from their nap the next day. Cause we just, I couldn't get my act together to get it. I, no, it's not happening. Um, but like this year was a, a Barbie house that folds up. So it's not the big Barbie house is the kind that I can make compact if I need to. Nice. I think, and it was like, um, you know, something like that is what we do. 
Now, the thing that I'm concerned about, because we haven't hit this point yet, so maybe you can help me here. What do you do when they go to school and somebody rats out Santa and says, oh, I'm sorry, kid, Santa's not real? Ooh, I have not actually gotten that specific uh, instance yet, and I'm kind of worried about that um, because my oldest, who's going to figure that out first, mm-hmm. is also the one that is the most sensitive mm-hmm. to those things. So um, I, you know, you were talking about threatening your kids, uh, nice, being nice versus being naughty. We actually don't do an elf on the shelf because yeah. that seems like a lot of work to me. And, Amen. and they do one at uh, the daycare, like okay. she has one that, and I'm like, that's where you spend all your days anyways. Like that elf takes care of you guys too. And if Santa really thought that you needed one, he would send one here. But so far you, have, you don't need one. So good. Um, but, and I have, but we've talked about the naughty versus nice thing in the nice list and the naughty list. And he will get really upset. Like if he gets in trouble, Mm. he hearkens back to that. And then it gets like more upset because now he thinks like he's on the naughty list. And so like, I can't really play that up because, because I understand now like how it, how he takes it and, and mm-hmm. how it creates like more stress, anxiety, and yeah, yeah. And and I've done a lot of things to like reduce that. So I, right. I'm not probably not going to play that up as much. That's fair. My daughter, because she she could probably be bribed a little bit more in that mm-hmm. way. Um, so reading your kids, I don't know what happens though when they go to school and they start to learn truth. We've this is a different episode um, topic, but we've dealt with a lot with kindergarten kids and and people being nice or people being mean, people saying things and doing things. And again, maybe it's just because my kid's a little bit more sensitive to it that like it hurts my heart even more, but, or that it affects him more, but like kids aren't nice in general. And you're going to learn a lot, especially just in kindergarten that like you didn't realize your kids were going to be necessarily like have to deal with at such a young age. Mm -hmm. Uh, But again, that's probably for a different episode. So I have not gotten to someone breaking the news of no Santa, no tooth fairy, no Easter bunny. Um, But I could Easter bunny. Yeah. But you know, I think that um, I've heard some really good things about like how parents have dealt with that and that they've, they've then taken that kid aside and explained like everyone is Santa, right? Like Santa is a feeling. Santa is a, an action, not just one person. Like you can also be Santa. So now you get to join. Now you've been become part of the surprise. Mm. And you, can, you can do this on behalf of for like somebody else. So pick somebody that you want to, to be generous to, and and do that so i've kind of stories like that and i'm like oh i really like that i really appreciate that yeah so whereas like if you didn't believe in the tooth fairy and you're still losing teeth like i'd just be like throw the tooth away and you're not giving money like if you don't want to believe like right but there's something much more magical about santa yes to to me he's a huge deal he's and that just like knowing that that day will come just makes me sad because just seeing their joy and we used to go to school in Arizona and in the same town where we went to school is this thing called the North Pole experience or something. Mm -hmm. 
And I have heard, like, I want to take my children before they realize there's no Santa because it's like legit. You help elves wrap the presents and make the toys and you have hot chocolate at the table with the other elves. And like, it's so fun to help them believe. Like, I don't see, I know a lot of people don't, they're not into it, but I think there's no harm in letting them believe in some magic while they're still innocent and little. Mm -hmm. And I'm like dying to do that. Um, But I think also, you know, you can explain a lot to your kids, but if you don't want them to lose that magic, I think there's ways around it. I mean, kind of like you were saying, but also, you know, maybe they were misinformed. I mean, my kid came home the other day and said, well, my cousin told me that the princesses at Disneyland aren't real princesses. They're just people dressed up. And my (laughs) heart sank, sank to the bottom of my stomach. And I said, do you think that's true? And she goes, I don't know. And I really didn't know what to say. Right. Like, I said, well, you know, I said, maybe sometimes they are because the other princesses have to go do other things for other people and go be with their family. It seemed to pacify her for the time. I don't know what I'm going to say. But they do. it's like you said, with the Santa thing, they realize that they don't have the same face because they're different people. So it's just, um, it's tricky. So if anybody out there has suggestions on how to handle the uh, Santa's not real business, I am all about listening to that. Please tell us. Yes. And hopefully you don't have to go through it for quite some time because yes. this is just going to go into kindergarten. So hopefully yes. you have many years of, of magic and surprises. I feel like it took me a couple years to get to the place of like, oh, they understand and it's yes. magical and- yes. I think even with the baby, like having just a one-year-old this past year, like the difference between a one-year-old and a two-year-old at Christmas is going to be so great that like it's just going to be way more fun um, to have everybody in that sweet spot for just a couple years where we have before the oldest gets too old and and uh, and now that the youngest will kind of start to understand that. So I was maybe a little slow to like warm up and to like really dive into the magic with them and make it such a big deal. Yeah, but I know that this past year I started to really feel that more, and going forward, I think we will as well for as long as we can can make that. But I don't know, like as a parent, do you get a little? Are you really strict about like how you talk and when you talk about it and things like that? Just like the reality versus or the how you present it versus the reality, because I caught myself even dealing with the tooth fairy stuff of just kind of casually mentioning things in conversations to adults and then being like, shit, kids are always listening. Yeah. I catch myself the same way. My husband is very excellent at keeping the magic. Like, I mean, I think it's part of his whole, like he just is excited about life in general and that's very contagious. Um, and he gets excited with them about some of the smallest things, but then you're reminded of like, that's a big deal because to a small person who's never done this before. Mm-hmm. So, um, I remember, um, when my oldest was two, I let her watch the polar express with me just to see if she would even be interested. And she was fascinated with it. Like she thought it was, I think it was partially, you know, the cartoon was cool and whatever, but like she kind of started to get it. So, um, luckily I do the same thing that you do. And then I'm like, oh yeah, you know, like I have to, we're very vigilant about Santa. We're very Mm -hmm. like, we're very careful about Santa. And we even, when other people are around and they're not, we even like 
chastise those people. Like if there's parents around, our parents around, and we're like, hey, you know, like I'm not afraid to say it so that nobody ruins that special magic for them. Um, I'll say it in a nice way. I won't be a butt about it, but um, I think it's, I just like, you just want to preserve that innocence and joy as long as you possibly can. So I'm very particular about that in certain situations. But when I do catch myself, I'm with you. I do catch myself sometimes. And then, you know, luckily I have somebody who's got my back who, who kind of dig me out of a hole if I've gotten myself into it. <laughs> God bless him. <laughs> I guess I'll keep him around. I feel like your husband is slightly unicorn-esque. As he well. is. He is. He has, he has unicorn moments. Yeah. Is he a yeah. mythical creature? No. I think, well, some people think so. When he, when he works a lot during the season, they're like, I'm not sure he's real. I haven't met him yet. <laughs> oh, pro- promise. He's real. He's real. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, you know, yeah, I would just love to know what parents do when that's not. When the magic starts to evaporate. Yeah. I'm just, I'm curious. So hit us up. Well, I love this episode because I think we started with the prompt, are Santa and the Tooth Fairy and the Easter Bunny millionaires? Because I'm not. (laughs) And we kind of hit that with the money piece at the beginning, right? The Tooth Fairy and the money piece. And um, and certainly dove into, you know, Santa and and how Santa acts. And um, and actually probably, I just saw the meme and you probably saw it too, which was like, now that we're past the 4th of July, like it's time to like do your back to school shopping, get your Halloween costumes and do all your Christmas shopping because the end of the year is here. Yes. Right. So like then now this podcast fits perfect yes. for that because it's, it's the second half of the year and Christmas will be here before you know it. And hopefully, uh, I'm sure I'll, I'll have to play Tooth Fairy a handful more times too. Okay. Well, I want to know if the rates go up. You're going to have to keep us posted. They're going down. (laughs) But I do keep like a few dollar bills in my office. Just I, somebody, I, you know, I sold something on Facebook. Somebody paid with like 10 ones Mm -hmm. and I just stashed them in my office because I'm like, I know one night I'm going to need them and that's where they're going to be. That's some strong mom game right there. So that's impressive. I'm going to have to take a, take a page from your book. (laughs) my short little guide, my how-to guide. Yeah. All right. Well, if you have anything to add to our mom buns, how-to guide, um, hit us up on Facebook, on Instagram, both are at mombuns.life and um, our email address is hello at mombuns.life and it's in the show notes. So uh, send us a note, um, let us know what you think and what you else you want us to talk about um, as we get through summer and into fall months, but not quite the end of the year. No, don't put us there yet. Thanks for listening to the Mom Buns podcast. And don't forget to catch our latest episodes wherever you find all your favorite podcasts. Feel free to leave us a review and spread the word if you like what we have to say. Thank you for listening to my mom's podcast. Have a good day. Bye-bye.